About to catch a fade, huh? <laughs> Think it's okay, huh? Sending pictures of your knob to a 15-year-old girl? You're lucky I don't end your life right now, Carrot Top. And I saw what you wrote to her. If you don't show me something soon, then I'm going to lose interest. You know, that's actually sexual assault, young man. It's disgusting. Oh, oh, oh. Not such a big man now, are you, huh? Come on, rip it out. Show everybody those big shaved plums you're so proud of. All of a sudden, I just saw some faces. Yeah, uh, and you got a block. I fixed the sound. Uh, if you did, if you didn't realize that, I, I I made it so it didn't end so abruptly. Beautiful. Um, I did yeah. notice, and I appreciate it. Yeah, uh, but I'm sorry to interrupt you, uh, Michael Colby. You were hosting this show, so go ahead. I'm hosting the show. We just talked I- about that for about ten minutes. Am I the closest one to Chris Harvey? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, you're East okay. Coast. You're you're East Coast Chris Harvey, even though <laughs> no. Chris Harvey's on the East Coast currently. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, welcome to the Real Boys, where uh, we get a bunch of mostly funny, uh, mostly dudes, mostly white, mostly straight guys. Um, and we talk about movies. We all picked our top five favorite movies. Uh, some of them are great and some of them are just fucking the worst movies you'll ever watch. And then we talk about them and we, uh, review them and we talk shit on the movies and each other. Uh, so today we are starting the number one cycle of movies And we are kicking it off with Chris Harvey's number one, a movie that I not only have never seen, but have never heard of before Chris put up his uh, list. So we watched this unforgivably long movie. (laughs) And now we're going to talk about it. (laughs) We could also talk about Willow if 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 anybody. Wants, I would but... rather not talk about Willow, even though yeah. I don't think I was on that episode. I still did watch the show. I still did watch the movie, and uh, yeah, no, I never want to think about Willow again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously, welcome to another episode of uh, Jack Billings presents some nobodies talk about <laughs> movies for people that are on other movie podcasts. Uh, we are the Real Boys, and if you want to hear the other Real Boys, tune into their movie podcasts, such as OMG Movies Podcast. 
Uh, or the Phil or, Better show. Or the Phil Better uh, show or uh, OMG Movies 2 uh, backslash anime shenanigans uh, <laughs> where you can find the other five real boys uh, doing the things that we're supposed to be doing on this show. They've, but... they've been tagged and released to the wild. We know where they are, but we're just <laughs> yeah. monitoring them. Yeah, it's, it's crazy when somebody's like, hey, I have an idea. And we're like, fine. And uh, then they're like, "This idea sucks. We're gonna do, <laughs> we're gonna do our own. We thought there'd be way more bro movies here, and uh, why isn't there just more like Fight Club? Why can't yeah? We talk why about why are there Moondog so many too? You know? Why are there so many uh, movies about like families and and nice animated movies about um." your journey into adulthood. Why, why do we have all these movies? I just want to see, you know, people getting punched in the face and shot in the neck and, and (laughs) more movies with more movies with Mark Wahlberg, more, 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 more. You need more (laughs) movies that for some reason you have to say no homo. Uh, So, uh, yeah. So here we go. Uh, Let's talk about this movie. Now, the weird thing is uh, out of of everybody that's on the show, uh, Chris Harvey has probably the most surprising movie selections. Um, You know, he is the one who brought Forrest Gump to the table, which is a very, very badly mediocre bad movie season uh, two season two of the real boys is going to be the real boys colon we need to stop talking about forrest gump <laughs> we just need to not talk about season one yeah yeah i agree uh, that's true that's true um yeah and you you also get a a sneak peek of uh like what one of the bits that we're going to be doing which is Remember the real boys and where we'll be reviewing uh, the shows that the real boys were doing uh, instead of this show. Yeah, um, we're uh, we're going to do um, the first five episodes of season two is going to have a eulogy for one of the real boys that came before them. And then yeah. as we give the eulogy, we're going to add um, another new person to the the cast of the show speaking of adding new people it's chris harvey hey what's up guys it's chris Chris harvey Harvey. it's me (laughs) (laughs) the heart of the real boys has returned once again (laughs) that's true that's true oh yeah we were actually just about to get started on on this movie and uh before we talk about the movie can i talk to just chris harvey for a second yes chris now everybody else you listeners you have to turn off your your things um everybody else take off your headphones i need to i need to address chris personally right now now chris yes when we are done with this episode i am going to say some very nice things about this movie and give it a higher rating than you expect me to give it to and i need you to remember this because for the rest of the episode i'm going to be relentlessly shitting on this movie (laughs) but just remember that at the end there's going to be some nice stuff said and a decent score given all right no problem (laughs) all right everybody else can come back now okay I'm kind of in the same spot as Michael. <laughs> Real quick, um, you weren't you... supposed to be listening. <laughs> oh I, no, I you, like physically. I was in the same corner. Oh, okay. I'm not. I'm not going to listen the rest of the episode just in case. 
Just uh, real quick, um, I just walked by my roommate's room and I had a ring light over their bed. So if you guys hear anything, I think they're making OnlyFans. So just cool. ap- I apologize in advance. That's okay. Oh, not, Open not... your door so that we can at least you know get a little peek of it. Yeah. <laughs> Our most yeah. listened to episode yet. Maybe maybe some of the row boys will show up and uh and listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> How is your camera so clear? I need that. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's you, a look MacBook. Great. you look pretty. It's a MacBook. Hey, thank you very much. You should send uh, that to Michael. It would help a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see me any clearer than my yeah. shitty camera well, gets. The me. weird thing is, he has the same camera I do. He's just fuzzy in person. So, <laughs> oh, that makes yeah, sense. Very, very weird, but whatever. Just the air quality in Pennsylvania. It's dank. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if, if you're still here, uh, we are going to be talking about Instant Family, which is Chris Harvey's number one favorite woo, movie. Woo, woo, woo. Now, just in case you don't know what this movie is i'm gonna uh, give you some background on it now it is a 2018 american family common dra- comedy drama starring mr mark Wahlberg, rose Byrne, uh as parents who adopt three siblings played by isabella moner uh gustavo uh Quiroz, i don't know how to say that properly didn't didn't read that before but also has margo martindale tignataro octavia spencer um it's directed by sean anders who wrote the screenplay with john morris and it's actually based on Anderson's own experiences. He was writing, uh, he's known for, if you know his other movies, uh, he did uh, the other two, like uh, Daddy's Home, whatever, that, that trash Mark Wahlberg uh, with, with Will Ferrell. Uh, he, he's also, he did uh, Dumb and Dumber 2. Uh, he, and he also, helped, he also helped out on something else. But he's known for having like dysfunctional fathers. That's like the theme of all of his movies. And while writing one of those movies, he kind of joked to his wife and said, "You know, I I don't want to have a kid now. I'm 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 you know uh, getting a little bit older. Maybe I should adopt a five year old. That way, it's like I started five years earlier." And the wife was like, "Hey, I'm probably into that too," which led into kind of what happened in this story so it's it's loosely based on uh, true events from the director slash co-writer and uh there was a point watching this movie and i was like is this a good movie and i think it's very close to being a very good movie it's, uh it, it's it, it, very it's very close to being a very good movie and i'll tell you what went wrong they took two extra things and just shoved it into this movie that could have been good, but they felt like they needed to shove some extra, like some extra drama into the movie. So they took two separate things that they barely talk about and made it a half an hour longer than it needed to be. And it, it made this movie so like un like it it's disjointed because there is a story there and they keep throwing in these things that don't need to be there mm-hmm. and that's what stops it from being a good movie yeah but the main storyline and especially with Dora the Explorer who is phenomenal <laughs> she is she is yeah, phenomenal she Dude, is fe- so I, I could yeah. not yeah. believe it yeah. i don't I I never like cry at movies, but there was a scene where mm. she's getting her hair brushed, no. and then the mom comes in and starts brushing her hair. the The emotion that Dora has on her face, I was like, "Holy shit! This is like real. This is like real yeah. stuff." Yeah, um, she really got. And, it. There was like, there, yeah, like, she's even, like, yeah, even with her face, like in the, uh, that one court scene where she looks over her mom and she's like, "Mom." 
you know, like, like she is doing a phenomenal job. And She's I fantastic. Think the, yeah, I think the problem that this movie has is that they force Mark Wahlberg into it. I almost don't know why Mark Wahlberg is in this, except for the fact that he's friends with a director. And I think that if you had somebody that was trying to make this a drama first, this exact movie would be great. The problem is that I think that they're forcing comedy into it because it's the daddy's home guy. Um, but the, the comedy is fine. The story is great. And that's he, that's a, a, an interesting concept. He did this movie for his kids, specifically. He did this movie so that he could have a movie he could show his kids as they were growing older. I mean, I, did, I, dude, I'm, this, I'm into that too. This and Scoob and there was one other he did that he specifically did because he wanted his kids to like have something they could watch with him in it. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah and this was one of them. And I'm like, yeah, this is part. This is a family like cry together movie absolutely yeah but like but also good for adults to be able to watch with their kids and yeah. still have some context that's funny you know what i'm saying yeah uh i want to so one part i want to guess is i i didn't like about the movie um is what i'm assuming might might be talking about i don't think the whole part of them going back with their mother is necessary at all that's, in the movie. that's one of them Yep. Um, I think that's my least favorite part. And then her not coming and showing up. I get the idea, but it's such a good story that you didn't need all that extra stuff. You yeah. didn't need the scene where they're like, oh, read the read the letter. You got to read because it was so good up to that point. Anyway, you could have went in so many different directions. I don't think we had to bring the mother back, especially it didn't really make sense to the storyline for the fact of in the beginning, they said, well, the mother won't be too much of a problem because she's incarcerated. So at that point, Writing wise, you already dismissed the mother. You didn't have to bring her back into the script. And yeah. there, there was also already so much like tension within the family that they yes. didn't need. They didn't need the mother to cause the tension to make mm -hmm. you think that they might not end up adopting these kids. Like mm -hmm. you're right. That's one of the things that I was talking about. The mother parts are completely useless in this movie mm -hmm. completely I, useless yeah the, the court scene was great though I'll, I'll say that but yeah the additional stuff with the mom i think it, it made the movie drag a little bit mm -hmm. um and that's I, why i was saying it, it, they forced it into a drama but it just it, it, it was a little weird um but i'll say this movie did very well though uh it came out november 16th 2018 um it the budget was only 48 million opening weekend it only did 14 million but total it did well over 120 worldwide i think is, it was, what's crazy is they, not a lot of people knew about it like even you guys didn't know about it and i think mm -hmm. that first weekend it went it did well enough to where people said hey go see this with your kids go yeah. see this with your family i think that's why it did so well second week yeah, this, and the, and, this is exactly the sort of movie that my high school would have taken kids on as like the reward. Where it's yeah, like, you're gonna yeah, spend the day absolutely. To go to a movie. It's got mm -hmm. Mark Wahlberg in, and all the kids are like, "Yeah, Transformers," and it's a movie about you know family coming together. And it's like, oh yeah. well, I mean, we got out of school for a movie, and I guess it was yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this movie was nominated for like five uh, teen you know uh inspired awards uh and isabella has won two herself um uh, for, for this movie she is so good and i was you know i watched dora a, a while ago when it first came out because i'm like what is this about and uh I, so I, yeah i was like i, I this movie's fine I, I, i'm into it she did great uh fun movie did not expect this performance out of her especially three years ago mm -hmm. um 
but yeah, uh, uh, do you want to do you want to hop into like what the movie's about? Do you want to go, Chris? What? How do you want to do this? What, what do you want to do? I, I don't. I like it. First, I want to uh, uh, conversate about how I obviously just pointed out that there are flaws about this movie, so I'm sure. being I'm not being biased. So you're welcome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but but uh, yeah, we can go any direction. I enjoy. Um, seeing you guys talk about it. I'm excited that I have a movie that isn't sh- shitted on, like trash, complete <laughs> trash. You know, I've been quiet from Quiet Place up to Lion King. It, it was hard to join these. Because, <laughs> can I, can I, can, can I say something else uh, about Chris? Um, I love this entire time. Every time Chris is on, he talks about how he loves setups and then callbacks, setups and callbacks, setups mm-hmm. and callbacks. I appreciate that Chris gave us a number five movie in The Quiet Place that he knew was garbage, and he knew that we were going to talk <laughs> shit on the nail through the foot, and then his number one movie has a fucking nail through the foot. Chris Harvey, master <laughs> of callbacks. Classic. It's like classic Harvey. poetry. I try to tell you all I'm yeah. a genius. People just it, don't realize it. Uh, Thank that you. is... As soon as I saw the nail gun drop, I'm like, did Chris Harvey give us a callback from all the way on his first episode? <laughs> and this is a much better nail, nail scene. This is a nail scene that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It also bothered me that the nail goes through the foot. We have this whole big hospital scene. It is sort of where um, Dora s- says... Um, uh, okay, I like this, fa- you know, I, I, I'm, you know, this is where we find out that she is in with this family, but then we find out, oh, it's fine. He just needs a couple stitches. It's talked about one other time in the entire movie and it's a throwaway line. The kid doesn't limp. There's never any sort of, <laughs> it's just, it, he gets a nail all the way through his foot and then it just goes away. It's fine. And I, it's I like, I, I didn't need a lot line. more, but I needed something more out of this nail entirely through this child's foot. I think the timeline, they don't really explain it, but it was actually like a, a lot of months that they were with them. So I think the montage didn't go the way they think it went because it was, I think it was like over six months they were with the the, the foster kids. They mm-hmm. did say the amount of months that they were with them. Um mm-hmm. But again, it was a throwaway yeah. line. It was way longer than it seemed like it was. Yeah. You know, I, I, the other part I hated about the film was the fact that um, she fought so hard to stay with the family and then at the end used it to get back with her mother. I didn't like that. It was like, oh, she, you know, used things against them. to. Get, that's, I didn't think the mother part was important, like I said. So to use all that in the letter for the court and then it was stuff that she already was trying, you know what I'm saying? Like anything that happened at the nail scene or before um, I thought was irrelevant to the courts at that point because she already fought, you know what I'm saying? It was just, I didn't like that whole part of it. I also think that everything before the nail scene was irrelevant to anything I was watching. One of my notes is the first 40 minutes of this movie is unbearable. It's so boring. <laughs> it's a lot of build-up, but it does make you love the character. It do, it 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 did a great job, and it, this movie could have been a half an hour shorter, and they could have okay. taken the stuff off the end, and, and what, then the beginning 
two, two hours. fucking hours long. Is this two hours? <laughs> it's yeah. two hours. I didn't know that. I did not know that. <laughs> I, this is how you know I did. I love this movie. I hate long movies, and I didn't know this was a two-hour movie. Yeah, it's and two I've hours. watched this. I've easily watched this at least eleven or twelve times. Wow, as many times See, as I watched Rubber. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's that's crazy to me because you know, like this isn't a comedy that you could just kind of pop on. This is a you know almost drag you through you know the the, the problems of raising foster children. It's an emotional how, investment. Yeah, yeah. How do you, how do you rewatch this movie that many times? Do you skip certain scenes? No, because, like, I, wa- I watch it from okay, so. For a couple times, this is when I realized I really, really enjoyed the movie. Before we did the podcast, if I was eating something and couldn't find something on, I would put this on. And I'm like, dang. And then I would do it a lot. And I was like, I really love this movie. And um, and then I started showing people. I showed my mom and she loved it. I showed my brother and he loved it. And I'm like, I, I really enjoy I could watch it a lot. And then I watched it again by myself. And I laugh every time. Like, I laugh at so many parts in this movie. I love the, you know, Mark Wahlberg, the rescue kid bit, the whole um talking about they're like dogs and you could you know maybe it would be so hard for I think that's hilarious. I laugh every time. The whole bit that uh Elijah's such a girl is Sandra Bullock from Blindside. <laughs> That's one of my they favorite didn't books. do nearly enough with Eliza Schlesinger. Yeah. That was a very good character. That, that was <laughs> funny. Yeah. And it's just to that, like the characters I love so much, like Tom Segura with the jokes in the beginning. And I think that's what it is, is there's so many little jokes that maybe everyone doesn't get, but I laugh at all of them. Just the shit that Tom Segura says all the time in the beginning. And then my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the scene is when they're arguing at Thanksgiving and he has his eyes closed yes. all the time. <laughs> to me, it's just, I can laugh at this movie. This movie is funny to me. Yeah. It's, this it's is like, funny it's without a, being a comedy, which I really yeah. liked. There was a part yeah. of it there was eventually a part where I realized like this is funny, but everybody is reacting to these situations as if they're real people and they're not snarking constantly. And that's yeah. when I started to really kind of appreciate like, okay, this movie's taking itself seriously enough that it's not going to like undermine its own kind of emotional weight. Yeah. It has, it has like that holiday movie feel to it. Like it's not a Christmas yeah. movie, but it feels like a holiday wholesome, you know, it, it's, it's like a really just super rich meal for some reason that like, I don't know if I always want to eat it, but I was very happy at the end of it. Cause like, I, like I said, I was like, wait, is this a really good movie? Because <laughs> dude, plot a, I was a hundred percent in, I wish it wasn't Mark Wahlberg for <laughs> this particular movie. Um, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell would have been better. Kurt would have no. killed it in this one. <laughs> I actually don't think Kurt Russell would have. Been. No. Who who do you think would play like this character really really well? Um, I, I that it's hard to say, but Mark Wahlberg brings. Oh, Get dude. out of my I, fucking I, face, I, Dylan. I, I, you, you now are uninvited to season two. Uh, <laughs> how dare you? Um. Not like, you know, obviously not like a Ryan Reynolds. Like I, I want to see someone almost like a, like a Hugh Jackman where like, it, you know, it, it doesn't really matter what they've done before. Mark Wahlberg gives you something to expect and you don't need that in this movie because this movie relies on him being a dad who just wants to be a dad, even though he can't really do it right. Uh, and, and I get that. And I love that. And, and, and Mark did a Mark, like I know him, uh, Mark, Warburg, <laughs> yeah, Marky, uh, Marky he, Mark. <laughs> he did a great job for what this was and a couple of scenes. It really worked because like, obviously the one that I played, uh, in the opening where he's looking for the person who sends the dick pics, um, 
because that's Mark Wahlberg, I think that works uh, a, a lot better than if it were a dramatic uh, actor like anybody else. Um, so it, it, it's such a weird, and, and I think Dylan killed it when he said it was disjointed because it is, it is, it, it's two movies that one is very good. Oh, uh, sorry. It, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I apologize. It was, it was Dylan. Uh, you know, one, one is very, very good. And the other one is daddy's home, you know, and, and I don't, particularly like those but i did like this movie i will say that and i, I think and I was, and that's why i said i think in a, one episode we did uh lion king is the reason why i thought you guys might like this is because it doesn't really force you to be emotional it doesn't like how collateral beauty forced you to you gotta be sad yep, but yep it gives mm-hmm. you a chance to be like hey this could be you know you can laugh you can cry you can yep, yeah. be in the middle so because I, it, it it did it did what collateral beauty did not do, which is actually give you a reason to feel those things instead yep. of telling me why I should feel those yep. things. Yeah. That's don't, exactly yeah, what this don't, was. Don't tell me what to feel. Like looking at Dora, uh, realizing that her mom is letting down not only her but her younger kid. Like, dude, that was just beautiful to watch, and that was more emotion than collateral beauty gave me in the whole thing. You know, yeah, watch. I'm going. I'm going to um, say something about what Chris said that he didn't like about the movie. Uh, that I'm going I actually to, I'm going to listen to Michael. I'm going say to something. also listen to Michael say because something. because when the mother like they're like oh yeah the mother is incarcerated and I I think like at least I felt like when I was watching it that she got out and that's when uh, what was her name in the movie. Dora's uh, name in the movie. I don't want to keep calling uh, her Dora. Isabel. When when Lizzie found out that she got released from prison, you know, she was like, I would rather be with my mother because she, you know, she grew up with the mother and the little kids didn't, and the little kids wanted to stay with Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg and his wife. Um but but Lizzie was like, no, I would rather go with mom. So I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that we go back with mom, even though mom, you could tell, didn't really want yeah. them. Um, now, now, the thing uh, uh, you know, for me, and I, and I obviously can't speak for anyone on this panel or, or the people that refuse to be on this panel. But, uh, you know, I came from a, a, a very dysfunctional family. I came from a broken household. And, you know, my parents divorced when I was nine. Uh, and, and my dad moved states away. And, you know, having parents that uh, were not good, uh, but for some, not for some reason, but I still wanted to, I knew my mom was not a good person. I knew she was doing some pretty bad stuff. But that was my mom, you know, and I had, and I had two younger sisters. Uh, I'm six years older than them. Uh, and at the time, you know, they were two and three and I was like, look, you guys got to go with dad, but mom needs me, you know, like I I need to be there. So this movie kind of hit me in, in a spot that I wasn't expecting it to, especially because quiet place, Forrest Gump, collateral beauty lion king <laughs> and then you give me this and and i i yeah good good job dude like i, I don't know how you watch this movie over and over but uh yeah i i do like this uh, i do like this movie i'll say this i'll say this is one of my favorite mark Wahlberg movies and, and i did not i did not want to like this i was so excited to talk trash on another movie uh as well as the real boys um but i uh i i just i i, I do i like it good job i'll take can, it yeah. 
can I say the other thing that they really they really fucking jammed into this movie? Oh yeah, please. Was this twenty two year old janitor? That's there's two scenes where they talk about this guy. This should have been a big part of the movie. This should have been the central conflict of this movie when they introduced the fact that the boy that this 15 year old girl liked was this 22 year old janitor. I was like, oh, they're finally giving some sort of outside drama to this movie. And then 40 minutes go by without talking about it once. And then they find that one scene with the, with the phone in the bathroom. And then he goes and punches the guy, they get arrested. And they also never really talk about hit about the parents getting arrested and why that didn't affect it. It just, it's like, it could have been something if they would have put more focus onto it, or they could have taken it completely out of the movie and it wouldn't have affected the movie at all. I disagree. I don't don't think I I agree with that either. Yeah. I think the point of, I think the point, I think the point of what they're trying to do is, is show that she is like a, a, a rabble rouser. She she is starting trouble. And I don't even know if she necessarily even likes that guy as much as she's trying to start friction everywhere. She is a teen that is lashing out. Her, yeah. her family, her family is crashing. You know, she she has Mark Wahlberg as a possible dad with Rose Byrne, who are just the whitest of people ever. You know, and and she's leaving a, a culture, a family, and everything. And I think that it was more just her showing that she was smart, bad, uh, raucous. You know, and and I think that it was the right amount of that because too much of that, I think, would have been dangerous for what they're trying to do and i think a, a just a, a, a susan of that uh gave mark Wahlberg <laughs> enough enough uh a, a plate to you know to, to make a lot of jokes but i i, I liked it dude I, I thought that it, i thought it worked I, I i i would almost agree with michael i'll say i think what, what you're saying is true but they could have used that better um in a fact of it it's shown that she makes bad decisions because she's 16 or whatever, how old mm-hmm. she is. So that should have been brought up in court. The fact that she makes bad decisions and go, wanted to go with her mother is a bad decision. Um, and with other things she had done with the, you know, it was, it would have contradicted everything that she had put in the letter saying that she should be with her mom because the parents were bad, uh, which I was kind of mad that that didn't get brought up because everything that they did wrong was because of her actions. Um, so I wish that would have been brought up, but I think it would have been better if the mother, if the whole issue with the mother wasn't brought up, that would have been a better contrast because of the fact that where it could have went because, mm-hmm. um, of she, you know, she needed that. And the whole, the dude, I, I understand what Michael's saying. I agree with it, but I think it could have led to a lot better things. Yeah. Cause yeah, there was, I don't know. there was plenty, uh, there was plenty of things that showed that she was, that she was like making bad decisions and that she was lashing out. But when you put something as serious as a 15 year old and this 22 year old, like creep that's creeping on this 15 year old girl, like they blow it off in a way that, that I, I I didn't feel comfortable with. If you put something that serious (laughs) into your movie, you have to pay it off. 
Now, try- more than more than one scene 40 minutes later where the dad if, comes in and punches the guy in the face. If I can speak on that, this movie yeah. is about parents. It's not about children. And parents are bad parents. And, you know, when bad parents uh, uh, treat kids bad, it's not necessarily the children that are making bad decisions. It's the fact that they have bad parents that are teaching them bad lessons. This movie is about parents that are failing one that does not try again another group that is trying too hard that's Mm. all this is this is a movie where it it, you know and the thing is like people like i don't you know when i I have a child michael i think you have a child (laughs) now there was now there was one point there, there was one point where I said to myself, I don't know if I'm going to be a good dad. I am so <laughs> scared. How do I be a good, and I was 19. How do I be a good dad? And I can see that there are people that were my age, that were in the same situations. They didn't care about that. They're like, I'm having a child. But there are people that try and there are people that don't try and just have children. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, the real mom did not try, had kids. Mark Wahlberg, they wanted to actually try. And I think that the things that she, that Isabella was doing in this movie are because of bad role models, poor decision-making only because of her, her parental choices, uh, not her, you know, the choices that her parents were making at the time. So I, I think that I'm, I have to slightly disagree, but I'm also coming from a different point of view um, than, than. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, and but, but if you think about it, what is the most modern thing that a, that a teen girl can go through yeah. that a new family can have to deal with? Yeah. And the only thing I'll say though is I think that it was almost it almost felt more of a let's throw something in there to add a little bit more chaos, but and then just tie it off with a bow. It just was something quick and that they threw in, but it, the actual stance of it is so much more serious than a throwaway because that is sagittary, right? But you don't want. That shouldn't be something that is just walked over. So I think that's where Michael's coming from. Okay. Something that serious, you can't just throw in a movie and then tie it off real quick. Yeah, I think and, it was a lot more to it. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, I, I'm yeah, okay. I, like everything you said is 100 percent correct. That is what this movie is about. It's like the arc, Chris Harvey. The arc in this movie is beautiful. Like mm-hmm. this, this tells a complete story. Mm-hmm. So throwing something like that in that is so serious and really not arcing it just sort of from here to here and then it's done. Yeah. That I, 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 I can't in, I can't fight with that. But yeah, but in I, the I, in I, the movie sense, I didn't like it. Like if it if it would have been more of a part of the movie and you took the mom part out, because I think we can all agree that the mom part was the least effective part of this movie. Yeah. Um if they would have done a little bit more with that, it, it probably wouldn't. It was just the fact that it was so disjointed. It was, it was here. I'm yeah. introducing this serious thing to this already pretty serious movie and then paying it off 40 minutes later with a throw with another throwaway scene. Although yeah. it does give us that beautiful scene of think- two adults harassing a nerd Fifteen years. Love that. But but what I'm going to say on that is it, that that's a that's a perspective, you know. And I I do agree that yes, that's very is serious, and they really should have talked about that. But the to the twenty from the point of view of the twenty two year old piece of shit, real shitty dude, a seventeen a fifteen year old 
And obviously I can't speak to what a 15 year old girl can think about, but what I can think about is a lot of times, especially nowadays, uh, kids don't really take things that seriously. A lot of things on the internet are, are kind of like jokes. You know, it's like a lot of like, uh, blah, 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 between kids, you know, Snapchat, uh, let me show you this and show you that and send pictures of whatever. And I'm trying not to sound too old, but, but <laughs> I was going to say our new podcast get, is Zach explains the youth. When I get on the Snapchat and then those pictures just disappear, yeah. where do they Dude, go? Hey, Zach, share your MySpace real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the kids are putting on talk Zanga. block right now, I have I have no idea. Um, but you can check me out on Vimeo where I will put updates of what my socks look like. Um, but no, what I'm saying is like, I, I think that perspectively, you know, from, from, from her point of view, it, it wasn't trying to like do anything. It was, Hey, I have, I have attention of an older person. My mom does not pay attention to me. I, I, I'm struggling. There is this older man who is showing me attention. And I think that that meant more than what he was doing uh yeah. for the storyline but I, I, I but i will agree with what i agree with everything you're saying I, yeah I, and I, i'm i'm agreeing with everything you're saying like but i'm agreeing with everything you're saying but i'm agreeing with everything you're saying you so, know we it, hate dylan <laughs> thank god <laughs> all four of us can agree it it yeah it's just it i i get why they did it but they yeah. they implemented it poorly uh, yeah, and and I I respect your opinion, uh, yeah. but I will uh, respectfully disagree. I, I, All right. Well, I respect fun. your opinion, and I okay. love you. Enough. Uh, <laughs> also, right. another part I did not like, even though this is my favorite movie, I can. There are many parts I don't like, and I think that's why I like it so much is because there's so much I love about it, but there are things I don't like. I did not like the scene where they went to the parents' house for the pep talk from the very beginning. And do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, I yeah. dislike that because yeah. I felt like they weren't, if, if they were in the classes more, but that was just one meeting and they made it seem like they had this connection already or they had this huge relationship and they didn't. And so the way they went about it and it just seemed off to me, like just another add in. There was a lot of yeah. parts that felt like add ins to this. Um, and that part really, like, it just felt like too much. Like, you would never talk to someone like that. Um, I, I think so. I don't think you would come to someone's house and shit on their kid. You know what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah. just the way they did it. And then she smacked her. And then it was like, no. It was just a weird scene to me. And I think it wasn't needed. Yeah, that's I, fair. I think, I think that scene helps demonstrate that this idealized version of parenthood that comes from shortcutting mm -hmm. past the baby age, like, past the stage where you're taking care of diapers and stuff, even if it like troubled kids are not simple to take care of. And I think that was like, even this family who regular, who has their kid. <coughs> was that a two gallon? Everybody knows that <laughs> the that best double thing to do when you're on a podcast, an audio medium is to load yourself up with dairy products. So that you're all nice and gummy. You got to get all those nice mouth sounds in there. I love me. I love me some chocolate milk. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It's to show that even kids who have a chocolate milk problem sometimes have to go back to the well on occasion. Yeah. And, you know, it's like this kid came to this and was the reason we convinced it. And you're telling me she went back. And then the parents are like, well, yeah, she has problems. That doesn't mean it was a mistake. And mm -hmm. so I thought that, I mean, I didn't think it was a terribly long scene. I didn't think, I think it was, was I think it was too far. Yeah, I, I think agree. It too, I think it was it's really weird for far. them to show up at their house. And I think they treat it like that in the movie. Because when they answer yeah. the door, they're like, Oh, yeah, yeah. because yeah. You're, you're forcing a scene to try to be funny or to try to be yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Chris. Yeah, because because they do they when they come to the scene, they're desperate. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And this is like the thing that they thought of when they were desperate. Um, so I get like, I get the scene, but yeah, it was another thing. The, the core of this movie is so like good and could have made a perfect movie, you know, as it was. And then they do just tack in these extra things and it, it, it feels tacked on rather than, you know, written into the arc of the movie, which I think is what prevents this from being, it also, it also adds that extra half hour of running time, which is, a lot <laughs> yeah I, I think i think that 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 just shows the like the inexperience of like the director because he goes from being you know almost brass out comedies uh to trying to give you a story uh that and then he's like well i gotta put jokes in here because that's what they expect so i think that he's trying hard and those scenes that we're saying we don't really like are emotional scenes for the most part and they are scenes that are trying to get the story bigger and trying to you know uh make sure that it works but i'll tell you what though you know i liked i like that lizzie took the same class as her parents (laughs) to make sure that she knew the same lessons that them i thought that was real clever yeah that it it just (laughs) I, i hate you guys no, yes, yeah. I was gonna say, um, but you know, it could be a throwaway where you know this movie has a lot of dysfunction to it because it's a dysfunctional family, just like it could be a dysfunctional movie. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything is perfect, and that might be part of it. It's just sometimes things are, are longer and harder and don't make sense, or or things came on that shouldn't, and that's the same thing with family, and maybe that's what the movie's about. Maybe it's a, a subliminal message. <laughs> Yeah, that you got to work I mean, at being a good parent. Yeah, and and they do. See, that's the thing that bothers me because they show, like, they show a lot of mistakes that parents make, which is, you know, Mark Wahlberg trying to be too much of a friend to the kids and not taking any responsibility for punishment. Um, that happens. And, you know, the over-punishment from the mom because she's not getting back up from from Marky Mark. Um like that stuff happens. And that was that was like the whole conceit of this movie and they did a very good job. They made me like a Mark Wahlberg character because I saw him grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's, he, he he emoted like you know there were times where it what like the scene where he's like uh, you know coming at the at the nerd kid. Uh yeah, that was built for comedy, but he also was actually emoting at the same time. Like he yeah. was upset that there was a man texting, mm-hmm. you know, a, 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 his, but a child. And I thought, yeah, that, yeah, this is one of the best times I had with Mark Wahlberg. My, and my then buddy there's, Marcus. there's a scene where um, you, you see it in him, like in his character that he grew. And it's when he takes her to the house to use the sledgehammer. Yeah, you know, scene. he's like, he's like, all right, I get it. And I'm going to take responsibility for these kids, but I'm going to do it in a different way. I'm going to try something different. And like that scene really worked for me. Him, you know, having her skip school to go to the house so that she could smash some shit up with a sledgehammer. Yeah. I appreciated that out of this movie. Um, And everything that I liked about this movie was in the two houses that this family owned the one that they lived in and the one that they bought everything good in this movie happened in those places. (laughs) 
Well, the Thanksgiving scene I thought was really powerful. Yeah. I think it had just enough funny and seriousness in it. Um, And I was just about to say this was I love, I think what I love about this movie is it builds. So it's a lot of characters in this and it builds, you know, Mark and his wife up so well of character building, but then the kids, you fall over the kids themselves, but every single character in this movie has something special about them. When he comes from, uh, uh, is it Octavia Spencer that's in this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When it comes to her and the other um, lady that you got, the other comedian, those two are doing an amazing job. They're amazing social workers. Yeah. Joe Cusack. Even Joe Cusack. Joe Cusack. Crazy stuff. I was so surprised. I was so surprised when I see Joe Cusack. She's it's like, oh, God. Neighbor. She's yeah. the neighbor at the end who wants the hug. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was a, yeah. not, that character wasn't really needed, but it was so great. It yeah, was. was. It like, was wow. really good. <laughs> and then to have Joe Cusack be that character. Yeah. Like, Oh, okay, this meant something. That's okay. I'm I'm into that, I, yeah. dude. I I I'm gonna fight Michael on this one. This movie is better than he's given a credit for. I. And then even and I, I'm I'm gonna explain all the characters real quick. The gay couple was amazing from jump to end. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Christian couple, like they everyone who had a, a specific part, they mm-hmm. played it so well. Elijah Session girl, you knew what she was and what she was doing. Mm-hmm. And then even to the fact of. Each individual um, of the family at the Thanksgiving scene, Tom Segura and his wife, you knew their MO. The other wife, and even though the husband only had one line in that, it was a very big line. You know what I'm saying? And then um, the the wife, the two Margo grandma, Martindale. Margo Martindale. Steve is absolutely crushing it. Who is that? She's the, um, so the, probably one of my She's favorite grandma. scenes in the. Yeah, Grandma. She's one of my favorite scenes is when you know uh, her and Rose Byrne are talking, and uh, Rose Byrne's like, "You know, we love you, right?" And Margot just looks at her and she goes, "No, look, but that's I, me." Yeah, yeah, no. I told you that. But, but I, but I love you both. And, she is uh, incredible. Mm-hmm. My favorite character besides Lizzie. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're gonna put her to the side because she's like way the fuck up here. But Grandma she... Sandy was. Mm-hmm. So fucking great! <laughs> From jump, as soon as she came in with the Six Flags mm-hmm. thing, yep. and then like she greets them all, and then goes, "How you doing?" Uh, whatever the mom's name was, and just like you're like, okay, you see where this relationship yep. is. Mm-hmm. But yep. she still loved them and showed. And to me, like that hit me because like that's how I expect the grandma to be. That's how I expect my. That's how my mom is. Is just very lovey dovey. And then to be almost badass to Lizzie, and then get the grandma Sandy shirt, and she's like, oh, "Okay, mm-hmm. it's fine." You know, I, I. That's what I'm used to. And then, but I also love the other grandma because that rivalry at the end was so nice of where she got the shirt, but she didn't. I thought that was a beautiful offset. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Plus yeah. the plus the makeup with the mar- the marker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That the oh, and then, the, and then what's, the, what's a dick pic? <laughs> <laughs> and she still had the makeup on, and it's just I don't know. I love this movie. Yep. Yeah. It's. I did great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, I I'm gonna agree. I didn't expect much. Uh, yeah, I didn't movie. expect no, much because, either. But <laughs> when I me. when I felt like I felt good and sad and yeah. happy at yeah. the end of this movie, and I'm like, I'm like, this is the way that you do this. Yeah. Uh, I I still I still say Collateral Beauty did it in the worst way, and this yeah. movie does it in the best way. It yeah. actually made you feel the emotions. It didn't make you. It didn't make you feel the emotions. It, it let you feel. It the shows emotions. you how strong comedy is, yeah. as in 
how good a, a good joke is written. It can come from a dark place and come from some pain or something, but still have beauty and emotion behind it. And that's what I do love about this. Also, another character, the judge being the dude from George Lopez show, hilarious. You know, and just the way he's he's goofy and but he's still a judge, you know. So yeah. I just love every character in this. I think the movie's dope. And and to touch on what Michael said, like they yeah, they were they they were showing you the way to emote properly in a movie. But I think the most interesting thing is they're showing you through a way where you have to pay attention to the children to get the most emotion. You really have to like dive into what they're thinking and, and, and what they're going through to get the most out of this movie. And th from, from my point of view of parenting, I think that that is the best way of doing it. it you know, you got try, 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 fail, you know, admit mm -hmm. your mistakes, uh, do some goofy stuff, make great memories, but just keep fucking trying, dude. You just keep trying. And this movie uh, unfortunately is going to mean more to me than I want it to. And I'm only saying, <laughs> and it's because like, and it's not because this is like a bad movie or whatever. Like I'm a movie dude. I, I invest a lot of my time in learning about movies and studying movies, finding out who's in what this movie did not exist to me. I did not know about this movie. And with the actors that are in this, I should have with Rose Byrne. I should have seen this movie, you know, with Mark Wahlberg in it, I should have seen it just to be a joke, you know, just to joke about it. But this movie, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna I think, go buy. I'm, I'm gonna go buy it. I think the reason why Mark Wahlberg actually works in this movie is because of who's surrounding him in this. Um, it's I think it's just everyone um, compliments each other really yeah. well in this. It's good yeah, um, so, something I loved about this movie too was the jokes. Um, we're commenting on things that people think a lot, like oh, we're you know what what Mark Wahlberg said so when they walked into the park to pick a kid up. He's like, oh, usually you can't do this. You know, you yeah. can't just keep the kid in the park. <laughs> yeah. And then he makes the joke about being the white savior. And I, I think those are yeah. things where people come. And it was it was doing the joke before we thought it. Yeah. Like the whole uh, Elijah Sussinger joke where she's like, ah, so off like the blind side, thinking it was a joke. I loved all that. Same with the, yeah. um, same with the couple when they're like, we're trying to conceive also. You know what I'm saying? Like that kind mm -hmm. of, those kind of jokes. To me, they all landed so well. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think that the the comedy in this movie did need to be there, or it could have ended up in the collateral beauty department, yeah. Yeah. where it was just a drag the entire time. Yeah, this thing did need those. It it had the lighthearted moments exactly where you needed them. Um, and and God damn it, Mark Wahlberg was good in this. Yeah, Fuck. yeah. And, I, and I'll say I'll. For me, I think the reason that Mark Wahlberg was so successful in this is because it is about mistakes and it is about messing up and it is about being like, ah, I'm not great at this, but I'm going to just try, you know, yeah. and I, I want to try because I feel like I probably should. And people are now expecting things out of me. And uh, I feel that probably he connected with this role because yeah. it, it, it it is one of his best roles. And they're uh, also not they're not asking him to carry the movie. Yeah, he's yeah. in the movie. Yeah. He doesn't have to carry this movie. He can't yeah. carry a movie. But if you put him in something like this with with an ensemble cast, mm -hmm. he's yeah, and, apparently and he did, that's where he needs to be. 
And you think like he's got nobody to match, you know, he doesn't have to match Will Ferrell's weirdness with something Mm -hmm. or being the polar opposite of somebody. Mm -hmm. Like he actually gets to be a character that has like a point and and, and a curvature to the arc. And I, I, dude, I dig it, dude. I, I, I was upset. I'm upset with, with, with with how much I like this movie. I was also mad at how much I liked it. Like just angry. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm going to lower my rating because I should not like this, this much. Much. Like, is, a, is, a nine, is a nine too high for Mark <laughs> I felt, I yes, felt that. Yes. I, I, I felt that when you guys said you watched the trailer, and I'm like, man, I don't think that. I, I hope they don't go into this with like <laughs> expectations because the trailer doesn't give it justice. So I was like, hopefully you guys watch it and just enjoy maybe, it. Honestly, maybe my expectations even helped it out because I'm like, dude, yep, this absolutely. Is gonna be, yeah. Yeah. Like Mark Wahlberg trying to be a dad to three yep. kids. Come on, dude. <laughs> but, uh, I'm like, oh, Rose Byrne, cool. That's maybe maybe movie. because yeah. in Mark Wahlberg movies, he plays like a tougher character a lot. Mm-hmm. Maybe because he didn't have to have that. Maybe that's why you liked him better mm-hmm. because he didn't have to be the macho character and mm-hmm. he was actually more vulnerable in this. True. Yeah, and I yeah. I also liked him in the other guys, um, where he doesn't play a macho character at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we also like him in um, the happening where he's not macho. Whatsoever. We also not love him in the happening. God, the yeah. happening is so good. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Like, I think the fact that he looks like he's tough is the worst thing for Mark Wahlberg. Have you seen Four Brothers? Love Four Brothers. Okay, okay, yeah. And Michael hasn't, so that's no, no. Yeah, I think you. That's something like I wanted to watch. Uh, that's, my, of- that's my number six favorite movie. Dude, anything right. with Andre 3000 and I'm a fan of. Whoa, so, uh, go get it. Nobody uh, told me Andre 3000 was in it. <laughs> Michael, oh, yeah. We should. Can we do this as a Friday movie? It's one of my favorite movies. It's, he's, I, he's, it was it was in Quiet Place's place. The only reason I put Quiet Place there was because Quiet Place 2 is coming out and I was really excited to see oh, it. Oh, I, I, sw- I swear it was because I swore it was because of the nail thing. I just like <laughs> nails. It's my favorite object. <laughs> no, Andre, the foot. <laughs> Andre 3000 is one of the four brothers. You All right, should, I'm you in. Should, you should watch yeah, it. I'm yeah, in. Yeah, Say no more. Yeah. I'm watching it. Um, yeah, it's great so movie. good. And, and even like Boogie Nights, you know, whenever Mark Wahlberg's not being a, a tough bro, uh, it, it works for me. Um, and yeah, I, I, I like, dude, Chris Harvey, you might actually have good taste in movies if you're not <laughs> trying to be funny. Yeah, no, <laughs> I that. It was all I, um, a setup. Yeah, I think I think that the number one was genuine, and yeah. he had to find a shitty movie with a nail through the foot to set up that joke. It took so long. Chris, you are a comedy genius. I cannot stress this enough. This was the funniest thing. When that foot, when that nail went through his foot, I said, fucking the master of callbacks, Chris Harvey. I love this. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Chris Harvey did the he did the reverse of what the rest of the real boys did, which was they gave us kind of a good movie as number five, and then just let us down the rest of the season. Where Chris gave us a whole bunch of stinkies uh, until the end, and then it really just paid off because you're like, oh, okay, well now Chris Harvey's my best friend. And yeah, you really, you really, like you really paid it off here, Chris. Great, I tried, like, I tried fucking, to do a build. Yeah, no, no sarcasm here. Great job on your number one pick. Thank you. Yeah, I'm no, trying I, to win. I, I, We're I, keeping score, right? Yeah, we we are, and you're not doing well. <laughs> so this, you needed this. You needed well, this. If, Lion if, King Lion, if Lion King had more people at it, I would probably would have won. With that one, it was pro- probably really high. Yeah, uh, and so I had three rough ones, but my my Lion King one was a good pick, and this one. I agree. Good. 
Yeah, and if you want to do Four Brothers, uh, we do have a, a slot open for December 10th, uh, which is our next uh, special episode. I don't think we have yeah, a movie yeah. picked for that. So if everybody wants to do that, I, I'm down with popping in uh, yeah. for yeah. yelling at it's people. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's actually a really good I've, movie. I've actually probably seen that more than any movie I've seen, even for wow. God. That is oh. so crazy. I have a weird <laughs> It's so is that weird, another movie you just put on? It's dude, that's a drama. Uh, but is yeah, it another you, two hour long movie? Because ooh, yeah, just, it's rough. Yeah. For yeah. somebody who says, Oh, I don't like long movies, you're like, Oh, I've watched fucking Forrest Gump and oh, Ma and it, Instant Family the most times. Those are two fucking long movies. I would say, yeah. I would say, uh, Four Brothers is longer than Instant Family for sure, dude. Pitch Black, oh. he had to watch it in three <laughs> naps. And he puts this movie on <laughs> to do dishes. He said, oh. I, he said, if I got to eat, I'll put this on. Yeah, you yeah. eat every oh. day. Pitch yeah. black. Oh. I almost it, took like, three naps during pitch black. It, look, like, it, has like to have, it has to have a really interesting story to me or something. And, and, and if we, when we watch Four Brothers, you'll understand why I enjoy it so much. I, I grew up more closer to that. And I, I, I that's kind of more of things I understand. It's yeah. a very hood movie. It's mm -hmm. it's a hood cult classic type of movie. And I just, oh man, I love Mark. That's why I think I love Mark Wahlberg. That's probably the first movie I see with him in it. I I, I can definitely, I think, <laughs> I think the, the <laughs> movies that you picked sort of di do like round you out as a person. Like I totally understand why, I, I understand why Chris's picks are the way he is. I Chris Harvey has had a character arc through this season of the Real Boys. Yeah, awesome. he, he really he's the main out. character. He's a heart. Yeah. yeah, he's the only one to think out. He he played four steps ahead of us the entire season. <laughs> he really did. He knew it was going to be point related. He knew that we were going to need callbacks later on. Yeah, uh, yeah. The guy is a podcast mastermind. Thank you. Almost a podcast mogul if he had more than two. Uh, I know. I wish my podcast would have kept going. I couldn't get the other guy to come do my do more episodes. I'll be find someone named Chris. I'll be yeah, a just, Chris. Oh, he's our Chris. Do we were trending? We were having views. Like I don't know what oh, happened, dude. I know. Trust I'm me. trying to start just, another one. I was look at the numbers. Well, let me know because you're you're funny. Um, yeah, you really are, yeah. Chris. I'm a star, guys. I don't know if you guys realize. This. No, well, yeah. I mean, we lost we stars did. here. Yeah, we know. There's a lot of stars here. We're all stars. We are well, big fans of Chris Harvey here. We're going to blow up, and then you guys are going to get to say, hey, we had him on our podcast at one point. I won't talk That's to true. you guys anymore when it happened. <laughs> but, was, yeah. cool. I also <laughs> don't doubt that. Yeah, that yeah, if the reverse was true, I wouldn't talk to you either. Yeah, I, I wouldn't talk to us either. Yeah. yeah. When he had that, when we got that one message where he's like, "Hey, I might have this blah blah blah," and I don't want to give it away just in case uh, with, with that big name uh, actor. I was like, "Oh, dude, he's never coming back here." What was it that I was doing? Was it the Brandon Fraser one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was yeah. Mark Wahlberg. It's like once, once I saw that message, I was like, "Yo, he's out. Like he's he, he's doing his I, thing." I now. got COVID. I couldn't do it. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, that's called, that's, Zach called that's, me that day crying that you wouldn't be on the show anymore. Yeah, yeah. Chris was supposed to be uh, Brendan Fraser's butt double in that. For, yeah, essentially. And, and <laughs> yeah. that movie's about to come out, I think, soon. And I showed up the set and I had COVID because um, I had two really big theater shows the night before. Mm. And they're like, did you not wear a mask? I was like, look, man, there was some holes there. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> so I didn't mean like that, but like some... some... <laughs> 
I made out with a stripper that night. I'm not lying. This really happened. I made money, lost money. You can't I, wear a mask. I had a that. great night. I had a great <laughs> night. And then I, then I didn't get to be a Brandon Fraser movie the very next day. Consequences, people. Be a Christian. <laughs> but he honestly doesn't regret it, though, which is cool. So go at it. Uh, uh, get just, COVID, <laughs> hook up. <laughs> F F F B words <laughs> make money. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot F-B. how that goes. Yeah, disregard uh, right. and acquire currency. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna put that on my space page. Um, okay, so uh, let's do reels. I don't think there's anything else to talk about this movie. Uh, uh, we we already went over this our favorite scenes. Was one of our better episodes, by the way. This is a really good conversation. I agree. You know, when more yep. than two people show up, the show gets pretty good. Uh, so, yeah, it's, I'm really happy for Mike and Dylan to have somebody well, we don't to talk have to talk to. I think water. To be honest, four people is perfect for this podcast. I agree. I agree. I think well, any more is a little much, and underneath is too is too little. Well, you're you're probably officially invited to season two of uh, the Real Boys, whatever it's called. Uh, I second so, that. Yeah. I second Chris Harvey on the yeah. second season big, of Real big Boys. Fan, big fan of Chris Harvey. Um, but all right, let's do reels and, and let's find out where people can hear uh, Chris Harvey's voice and us talking about Chris Harvey when he doesn't yeah. show up for other shows. Uh, so <laughs> uh, now, Chris, do you remember when you watched this the first time? Did you, did you, is this movie like, is it, did it sick in like that? Or is it just a movie that you've kind of over the last like three years just kind of had? I've seen it in theaters. Um, because I, I used to go to theaters every Tuesday and watch every movie in theaters. And I think it was something that I just happened to see. Yeah. And I looked up the trailer and I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Um, so I would go on Tuesdays. It was $5 movie day and I would watch five movies in a day. Yeah. And that's what I did. And it was one of my movies and I watched it again. And then I just kept clicking. Every, as soon as it went on Amazon Prime, I think I watched it three times. Yeah. Yes, yeah, did I miss the five dollar Tuesdays? That was oh, we all... still got to do. Oh, you know what I had was Movie Pass when that was around. Did you ever have oh, that? Aw. Yeah, that was the it's... best deal ever. One of them's coming back. I think the Regal one's trying to do. It was, I forget which it one was. It was, it was an one. actual app called Movie Pass, and it was ten bucks a month. You could watch one movie a day for free. Yeah, and yeah. I would go all the time. Um, yeah. We had to watch yesterday on this, so I can talk shit about that. Dude, that movie sucks. I've seen it three times in theaters. That movie sucks so hard that movie sucks worse than phil better's movie list <laughs> Whoa, no 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 thing. let's not go that far. are we gonna, are we gonna have to bleep out this for the audio recording i'm not saying it sucks as, bridges i'm not saying it sucks as bad as boondock saints i'm just saying it sucks as bad as his list of movies that he likes <laughs> <laughs> uh that movie's really really pathetically bad and oh, uh, but i'm I, I'll okay. So imagine one day, if you will, Michael. Uh, I, oh, I know what it's about. It's no, a long that's why I haven't Michael, seen it. Imagine all the people, right? <laughs> imagine all the people. <laughs> imagine if there was no religion, Michael. You know what I would I'm, do if I woke up and the Beatles didn't exist? What? Everything normally. Yeah, pretty much. Is there another band? I've asked Dylan this before, but is there another band that that movie would actually be good for? Where it's like, oh, you've never heard of Nickelback? Well, allow me, <laughs> sir. <laughs> no, because if anyone no, else played good, a actually. Nickelback cover and was trying to be, they wouldn't get famous off of that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I mean, I don't dislike the Beatles, but like, it it's fine. What <laughs> was everyone's favorite band and everyone's inspiration being the Beatles? If the Beatles never existed, like most music wouldn't have existed. That's, and that's an, 
that's what I, I did know about this movie was that all of the bands that existed afterwards still existed. And yep. that doesn't make any sense yeah. because the Beatles, think... yeah, the Beatles absolutely is the, the but, genesis and, and, of and all even some of those of bands okay. got famous for doing covers of Beatles songs, which are still in the movie, which is okay. annoying. But hey, we're not, anyway. hey, we're not talking about yesterday. We're giving reels you know, for modern family, right. instant family, not modern, modern family. family, the show. I've, I've almost said modern family literally yeah. every time I say the name of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Cut to me in a very nice shirt with cool collars being like, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> Dude, I love Modern Family. Uh, all right. So, Reels. Chris Harvey, out of 10 Reels, Instant okay. Family. I gave a 10 to Lion King because it was a family. It was my favorite movie growing up, and it stayed my favorite movie all my whole life. Sometimes the best movies have flaws, and the best, you know, Michael Jordan wasn't the, wasn't great at everything, but he's the greatest of all time. Same with LeBron, he's the second greatest of all time. Same with a lot of things. It's okay to have flaws, and this movie had flaws, but it still gets a 10. <laughs> 10. Okay. Chris Harvey. You like Chris my Harvey with the philosophy. You like love my it, speeches? Dude. I love it. Dude, that's great. That was a good one. That, honestly, that's why we're going to invite you back to season two for a speech. Uh, now, hey, bro, Michael Colby, out of 10, <laughs> out of 10 reels. Hey, out of 10 reels. Um, this was the movie of Chris Harvey's that I enjoyed by far the most. Yeah. Um, it, the acting, I can't overstate how good of an actress uh, Dora the Explorer is. She yeah, is wonderful. Yeah. The other kid yeah, actors, yeah. the other kid actors were great. Yeah. There was a lot of good character development in this movie. Yeah. It had a couple things that it, it felt tacked on and it felt like it didn't need to be there. Um, it was also, like I said at the beginning of this, unforgivably long. It was unforgivably too long. No. Um, I'm giving under, it eight. Under two hours is not unforgivably long. It was, for what it was, it was too long. No, I'm not, giving not it. Unforgivably long. You're wrong. I, I can't forgive it for being as long as it is. And it took down a reel. And it, I'm giving Ooh, it eight reels. Lame. Which is wait, more than you, any I've given to any of yeah, Chris's movies. Real quick, yes, sir. You, wait, real quick. Can I can I argue? <laughs> do you feel that this movie is only one reel better than The Lion King? Because you gave that a seven. Yeah, because I also enjoyed The Lion King. I enjoyed I, watching The Lion King. You think this movie is better than Lion King? I I enjoyed it more. No, we are giving subjective King. reels to <laughs> movies, and I enjoyed watching this movie. Thank you, Nick Milotti. I do like things. No, he doesn't, dude. Including... I've seen movies where like, I don't really like things. <laughs> I gave The Lion King seven reels, which is a good score. Not for Lion King. And I'm King, giving not... this, which I enjoyed more than The Lion King, eight reels. Yeah. Which, because no, I fair. enjoyed I it. Didn't ex I didn't expect eight out of you for this one. I'm not I didn't expect I eight did. out of me either. Yeah. yeah. I expect I was... ten from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking to myself, somehow I got to talk Michael up to a seven. <laughs> <laughs> you would have you would have after the first 40 minutes of this now, movie before because you i was at a six at, at the first 40 minutes before yeah. you for real remember you just said that you have to go buy this movie Me? so to no. buy a movie yeah i'm in dude i'm in okay but we're gonna but we're gonna get dylan terry's uh reels okay. first oh yeah no this movie was a surprise i think Looking at the entirety of every movie that we've ever watched in The Real Boys, including Fridays, this is the biggest surprise on that list for me. Because I, yeah. I went in, and I'm like, it's going to be a sappy family thing about foster care. 
and it was Wahlberg's in it, and it was it was very sappy, yeah. but it works. It delivers its lines well. All the characters feel authentic in the situations they're in. I don't have an issue with this length, and I didn't have an issue even with the mom re-entering. I thought it was a potential... I thought it was a good potential third act, like, darkest spot thing, where you have these kids that are slowly getting acclimated to this family, including the difficult one, and she's the only one who remembers who her mom is, effectively. And the mom comes back and seems to have turned a new leaf. And you're thinking... Oh, all of their work has been undone. And then turns out she was just trying she was trying too hard because bad parent got to change for yourself. You can't change for other people. Sometimes that includes your kids. I didn't have an issue with all of those. Um I'm given I I given this an eight out of ten, I think. Mostly because I'm avoiding I try to avoid giving odd numbers. I would rate this a really strong eight because I like five stars better than ten. So an eight is a four out of five. I don't know. It's You're so weird. <laughs> I'm so weird. You're right. No, here's, uh, here's the thing. For... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's uh, eight out of 10. Uh, really, yeah. really solid kind of like movie. The reason I'm not rating it higher is probably because I don't know that I'll ever rewatch it. Do you know what another even number is? It's 10. It is an even number. You're right. But it has an odd number. It has an odd number in it, which is one. So I'm not. What about what about number. a really low 10? A really low ten. Instead of a strong eight, like a, like a, a strong zero. a strong eight or a low ten is called a nine, and yeah, Dylan Chris, doesn't do that kind of thing. Chris, you can no. lie to people and tell them I gave it a ten. I don't care, but they're not going to listen. So I'm giving this yeah. an eight out of ten, only because I wouldn't rewatch this unless someone specifically asked to put it on. It gets and better that's kind the of more you watch it. If someone asked me for this type of movie, I think this would be the number one movie yeah. i recommended okay. for this type That's of movie because absolutely. there's been many times you say you would not recommend a movie that I yeah true. no yeah. i wouldn't but this yeah. one if if somebody was looking for a sappy mm-hmm. you know drama comedy family friendly thing yeah. i i think this would be the one that i recommended them because yeah. it's like you if know how said, give me a good mark Wahlberg movie you know how in maine they put the the spigot in the tree to get the sap out just Instead of trickling out in this movie, when they stab it into the tree, it shoots out like blood out of Johnny Depp's no. bed in Friday the 13th <laughs> no. or Nightmare on Elm I, Street. No. You know, going back to compare this to Collateral no. Beauty, at least nobody sits down on a bench and is like, make sure you notice all of the instant family. <laughs> I was waiting. That yeah. was gonna. That was gonna give it a seven from me if yeah. somebody yeah. would have said instant family. Wow, it would have went down. We really real. got ourselves an instant family here. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Five reels. Get me out of here. <laughs> Just that one line. Uh, but no. So for me, uh, yeah, this they movie had many was... times to say that too. That's true. Uh, this movie for me uh, was so unexpected and so grossly delightful uh i really uh, now granted i probably won't re-watch this movie anywhere near as often as chris harvey uh i might check it out once again because i like to watch movies twice just to really get everything out of a film uh because people do make this now being that this is somebody's you know real story somebody's journey let me try to get the actual jokes uh but just like parents you can't really tell what they look like uh, until you really spend time with them and a a lot of parents are not great uh almost every single parent makes mistakes and has their flaws this movie has flaws it has mistakes and i 
rarely overlook as many flaws as I've probably seen in this movie. Uh, but I will say, for the things that I look for, this movie checked every single box, especially being a Mark Wahlberg movie, which it, uh, might give it an extra point. I have no idea. Uh, I was just baffled uh, the entire time. But I kept looking at this being like, is this good? Is this good? Oh my God, is this good? <laughs> um, but I will say, uh, I, I'm going to give this 9 out of 10 reels. Uh, okay. and, mo and mostly because I, there isn't the rewatchability. It is a little too uh, dense uh, of a plot for me to kind of keep hopping into. I, I would definitely, if it was on, I would watch it. And I would skip forward or hop back to a couple scenes just to see, um, uh, especially Mark Wahlberg trying to fight kids um but yeah <laughs> solid nine out of ten reels and uh i so so happy that you brought this i would have never have ever known about this movie if you uh didn't promise to show up here so that i would have to watch it to be here <laughs> so uh yeah i'm at nine dude i hard hard nine and i i, I thank you good job okay awesome i'll take yeah. it thanks guys <laughs> yeah thank you chris <laughs> Yeah, really. Good job. Uh, and, and honestly, it, it's because you gave us Forrest Gump is why I think I like this so much. Um, but either way, I do. Um, okay, so we got to get out of here. Uh, I really appreciate. Uh, we probably all appreciate all of your attention. Uh, let us know what you thought about uh, Instant Family <laughs> or my voice crack, which is cool. Uh, yeah, if uh, put all of your chat stuff down in, in the comments. Let us know how many reels out of 10 you would give it. Uh, let us know what you think of uh, Dylan's artwork, which I still am a fan of because I gave it to him uh let us know if you oh. think that michael colby is a little too fuzzy for actual reality uh let us know if you think chris harvey should come back for season two even though we've yeah. asked him a couple of times and he leaves us on red which is very weird uh now you can find uh dylan terry on uh most things at vorpal words you can hear all of his words uh on everything some nobodies do and does uh such as silicon angels uh create your own pod venture appeal uh and so many more dude he writes words on words on words which is weird because he's running out of ink uh and you can't read it because yeah. it's on top of each other either way uh michael colby you can see him at everything that jack billings presents he's got some new stuff coming out soon you can also see him on generation clash uh where he fights uh with people about uh they they uh, they do not fight they, no fighting are, no fighting great. in that show that's that true, is a 100 percent positive show yeah that's fair um yeah no i you're right i i mean yeah i don't know why it's a fight it's not a fight it's great. uh yeah but either way they clash i guess it's because clash clash, clash yeah like yeah the, clash uh, I, generationally yeah. Yeah. The original <laughs> name of that show was supposed to be My Generation Clash, open parentheses, oh. at the disco, exclamation point, close parentheses. Way, way too long. It's way, it was way too way, long. Way too long. <laughs> uh, and you can all, and you can see Chris Harvey uh, randomly uh, asking to be on open mic nights, walking around Atlanta area, and also <laughs> greeting people at Costco, even though he doesn't work there. No, he no, no. Chris nice Harvey guy. is a headliner, baby. Yeah. I'm just saying he His does lives that on in the his marquee. spare time. He's such a great dude. He just goes yeah, in and yeah. greets people as they walk into random stores. Uh, but yeah, Chris plus Chris show. Check it out. Hopefully we can get in our Chris and hop on there. Um, and really the rest of the four boys, they have their own movie show. So you can go check them out whenever you want to uh, feel better. If you don't know, he's got a couple of shows. Uh, most of them are about movies. He's not here. Quit talking about him. 
But I, I don't keep know telling it, him to stop. I keep telling him to not plug no, people who aren't here. But wait, I don't know if you know about Phil no. Petter's new shows, though. He made three new shows this week. Zach has uh, a bit. Well, he's not it. here. Zach, Zach has a bit. I mean, I've been, I, I've been I, to the last three episodes, and I've only seen you four. I do love I do love Phil's <laughs> new show. Say Olay, a eh? it's about um, uh, it's about Canadian bullfighting. Oh, that's weird. He must have two then, because I was going to say the one where it's Say Olay, a eh? where he actually goes behind old Sears, finds old uh, expired makeup, and really just reviews the packaging, uh, which is weird. Uh, Dylan, have you have you heard one of Phil's new shows? Uh, it's a YouTube series where it's just him rolling around in the mud. <laughs> All right, what's that called? Yeah, uh, it doesn't. It doesn't have like a series title. It's just the date he does it. It's like <laughs> 11, 15, <laughs> 11. <laughs> I thought you guys. I thought you guys were 11. talking about the one of where he robs people in the hood. <laughs> Wait, and, then he, he, and then he tells them it's a prank afterwards. <laughs> what's that one called? called? <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird hoods of Canada. <laughs> when. It, when he gets caught, he's like, no, no, this is a show. You got pranked. Here's your stuff back before the cops come. <laughs> They're like, oh, my God, it's Ashton Kutcher. Hey, what's, that, what's that one called, Chris? Oh, that's called um, Double Down. <laughs> Double Down, Feel Better style. I love that. I, I got to check that out. Either way, you can check out all those shows on the Feel Better Network with his weird Feel Better uh, VPN. Uh, hey, but quick. Do you guys think there could be a sequel to Instant Family? No. It, it would not be good. No, hey, please for, don't. For, for season two, we should only watch sequels. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm just I'm, a rotating I'm, weekly topic. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I love I love sequels. They're so bad, and they're usually from something out of passion, and they're so yeah, bad. They're it's so, so bad. funny. Uh, Twenty Two Jump Street did it right. Instant Family Two would not be good at all. No, no. The only that, they would need to either adopt another child, have a child, or Dora has a child. They would Ooh. the the only way that Instant Family Two would work if it was a different story about a, a different, different family, family adopting. It, it's about a mad scientist would, who clones would, his dead family members. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right, yeah, horror movie, straight up eighty. If it was a horror, horror movie, it's always going to be okay. Instant Family guy orders a packet of uh, <laughs> of uh, grow your family members. Uh, Instant, yeah, that's funny. Back to the Future Three was the best one. Is that Instant Future? That's an that's instant a, family too. That's a controversial I, topic. Or that's opinion. controversial, but I don't know that I would totally disagree with that. Are you kidding me? Okay, Back We're, to the Future okay. 3 isn't even the best Back to the Future sequel, much less the best sequel. It's not Do I just need to run the outro? Should I just run the outro? I love you guys. Bye, Thank everybody. you very much. Be good. Be good. Drink some water. Bye.